0: All right, guys, today I came across a term that really kind of raised my my atten- uh, attention a good bit and wanted to kind of give y'all some of the ideas that I picked up out of this and kind of let you know it's, you know, some of the drawbacks that the the articles that I came across Didn't really mention about, uh, mention much about. They get extolled all the, all the wonders and wins and yays, yay feminism and all that. So yeah, we're going to be kind of bashing feminism a little bit today. Well, actually probably bashing it a good bit, but at the same time, it's for a reason. And I'm, and it's for to help understand that you're probably going to start hearing this term female led relationships a lot more. And If you hear it and you, if you're dating a woman and she says she would like to have a female led relationship, guys, I'm going to say probably want to step away from that, from that, uh, dramatically have a very in depth conversation about it because female led relationships are just there. There's a lot of issues involved in it. Yeah. You can, you'll hear them and I've got links to in the show notes. To uh, three different sites that talk about this, even one that's labeled themselves as the ultimate guide to female-led relationships. But I want to show, talk you through all this, and and have a discussion, and let you know why I'm not seeing this as being a wonderfully great and awesome thing. And so that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the sinkable female-led relationships. This episode one, number 126 of the Relaxed Male. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Male. All right. So this is our episode 126. We are talking about female led relationships. But before we actually jump into that, I just wanted to say thank you for everybody who is listening to the show. We are growing. We're expanding and it's, and it's exciting to see the up and to the right on the, on the stats. Now we're nowhere near Joe Rogan yet, but we're going to get there. I'm going to, we're going to beat him out one day. I don't know how, but we'll figure it out. We're going to figure this out along the way. This is the man's way of doing things. It's just to get it done. We take action. We go, we go, we go. And so, but be, uh, it's, I wanted to kind of mention today, I am doing something a little bit on the different side, chain, making things uh, a little bit different. I'm actually going to be recording this episode uh, on my camera and I'm going to go ahead and start seeing if I can post these up onto YouTube also. So you have an audio version. If you don't want to watch my, you know, my ugly mug and cause it's right now, it's just basically just the kind of a talking head. It's probably one of the most boring styles of videos out there, but at the same time, you know, I'm don't have the time yet to really get in there and start throwing, you know, uh, different types of uh, cuts and jumps and, and and all the other, you know, terms that uh, come into video editing that I have no clue about. So we're going to be doing that. So if you want to, you can go over to the uh, relaxmail.com forward slash YouTube, and that'll take you over to our channel. And the uh, YouTube channel will have both the podcast video and the podcast audio. And, you know, other videos that I've done in the past, uh, there's still some old, uh, camping review videos in there, and I'm really trying to decide on what I want to do with those. So there's one day they may be gone, uh, but I don't know. I'm kind of still keeping them there. They do bring other people in from time to time. I do get a lot of interactions from them, but at the same time, it's not really fitting in with what the brand is as th- nowadays. So, but anyhow, if you are new to the show, welcome. If, uh, while listening to through this, if you find that, uh, you really enjoy it, you like it, go ahead and hit subscribe. And I'll remind you again at the end of the, uh, the episode to actually su- subscribe because, uh, or follow whichever term you're, you like to use for whatever platform you end up having. So. But I wanted to talk about the, uh, female led relationships. This is something that has come up within, I, I guess, a couple, a couple of years now that I, I've not really heard the term until, I don't know, probably about two, three months ago. And I was like, really? Female led relationships? Well, I mean, you, you've got the woke culture running around. They're saying that men are, are, are horrible, terrible creatures. Society itself is, you know, gone, has done everything it can to show that men can't do, uh, near anything nearly as good as what a, uh, what a woman can do from raising kids to earning a living to whatever. And so they've done a really good job. Um, they being the different assorted feminist groups out there and feminist activist groups out there that are really pushing, you know, in, uh, curriculums, and things like that and schools that, you know, it's, they teach in a way that is very girl oriented. Girls like to can have a better ability. I'm not saying boys don't, but girls have a better ability to sit still and watch a, a lesson being taught. Boys have a more. Action-oriented mind. We learn more by doing. We learn more by taking action and getting stuff and trying it out, experimenting with what the rules are to see. Okay, what can you actually do with whatever it is that uh, that you're being taught? Is one plus one really equaling two? Well, I don't know. If I've got an apple, I've got an apple. Well, I've got two apples. Well, what if I have three? Well, then that's a one plus one plus one. Oh, wow. Okay, so uh, you know they get a better grasp of what's going on when boys learn dexterily. They learn when they're shoulder to shoulder. Men commiserate better when they're standing shoulder to shoulder doing a project. While. Girls are more face to face. You see little girls as they play; they typically sit face to face, side to, you know, in a circle, all looking in at each other as they play. Boys are often side by side or spread out and are all over the place, and it looks like a complete mass chaos. And but at the same time, if you really pay attention, it is real it's very organized. Still, they have what they're doing. One of the things you start seeing, and we've heard, I've heard about this since, since the eighties. I was a little kid growing up. We've always heard, you know, glass ceilings and, you know, it's the, and here within the last 10 years, we've heard, you know, it's all about the patriarchy and all this other horrible, terrible, no good, awful. Very bad stuff that's going on because men are, you know, are in control. Well, we've talked about this before. Why it's uh, why men are typically in control and it's something that. Feminists typically don't like. They don't like the the answer to why men are always in control. Why the patriarchy is such as it is, as if the patriarchy is just this. There's one dad sitting above everybody, and and there he rules everybody with an iron fist. But this is not the case. The patri when you talk about patriarchal relationships and and structures, you know, it's dad in the house, it's the family. You've got to break things down. As a whole, no, nothing looks good as a whole. But if you break it down into the individual components, you start to see how everything works very well. But the problem that I'm seeing, especially with the female led relationships, is that when entering into a relationship, especially if you have a feminist coming in, the feminist is often very coming at things with a very victim-oriented mindset. It is, is they, they've been done wrong by men and they're going to make this right. And so they want to wrestle any type of control they have, whether they have earned that control, they're right for that control or not. So they work, work and they come up with their reasonings why and they make all these generalized assumptions about men, but yet men are not supposed to give generalized assumptions about women. So you kind of see they... Talk out of both sides of their mouth, but they're when they start scouring and saying that men are the scourge of society and that the traditional roles of 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 the uh of society aren't working they're not realizing that they're just going off of what their very, their own individual thoughts are, yeah, they may have picked up other beliefs from other feminists, but they're they've not seen sat back and saw. What it is that is causing them their actual pain. And so they ha- enter in, want to enter into this, this relationship, but at the same time, they have these, as men do, we have a innate set of, of instincts and urges to, to be able to team up with somebody. We want to have some type of relationship with the person that we're attracted to. Typically, commonly, it is a man. Bringing in a a woman as a, as there's, uh, as his wife. Nowadays, actually the wife part is dropping out. It's just having his girlfriend in. He wants to have them. Why buy the cow when you can have your milk, uh, for free type of thing. And there's a lot of problems with having a live in girlfriend. Same as there's a problem for all the feminists that may be listening and the women. There's a problem with a girl who brings in a live in boyfriend. There's a set of commitments that you make when you actually give each other your marriage vows. And I'm talking about the to have and to hold, not the, and I promise to be there and to hold your hand whenever you're having a hard, day." you know, the, the, the kind of lame (laughs) marriage vows that you will hear people come up with these days, instead of using the actual vows for marriage, that have been used for, for centuries, if not, uh, for thousands of years. Women are coming across somebody though. They have come across a very interesting creature in their, their efforts to make sure that they have their control. And these, this creature is the scourge of the person, the, the male species of the human race that I have the biggest problem with. That uh specimen of the male species is that typical nice guy. That nice guy, that nice guy, the men who are suffering from nice guy syndrome, they're finding that they can, these guys are actually fairly easy. They're going to roll with the punches. They don't want to cause a problem, right? They don't want to have emotional upset. They don't want to, ju- they just would like to go with the flow. You know, they just, they do want to rock any boats and any other uh, seafaring uh euphemisms you can think of. So they will go along and yeah, the, a feminist, a very strong oriented uh, feminist is going to come in and go, you know what, we're going to do a female led relationship and it sounds wonderful. It sounds great if she lays out, especially like if they, she lays it out, like, uh, uh, one site does that considers themselves the ultimate guide. They're going to, they're going to go. Oh, well, that sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I may not agree with it, but that's not my job. She wants to lead. She wants to, to control the money. She wants to have, make all the major decisions. She wants to ha- do all of it. All right, dude. That means I just get to sit around and kind of enjoy myself and I'll, I'll just stay out of the way. And yeah, he may end up, you know, doing being the uh, person who cooks the food because she doesn't want to cook anymore he may be the one who does all the laundry and there's nothing wrong with men doing laundry i am the i am the self-designated laundry doer <laughs> laundry person in in this uh, my household and but the wife she takes care of the kitchen she cleans the kitchen she likes to prepare food some of the times and then the other times i'm the one who wants to try stuff i made a killer jambalaya a couple weeks ago and i enjoy the heck out of being able to cook i like cooking i enjoy it but the issue that you're running into is that one, you've got two victim mindset people coming, coming together and there is this joining of, of, of victims and there's a lot of problems that you're going, to, going to run into. So what exactly is a female led relationship? A female led relationship is according to mom junction. Well, it's it, a female led relationship. Let me start there is where the women takes on the masculine roles of a relationship they do all the all the stuff that they are capable of doing by that or everything that they can cap are capable of doing that men traditionally do so they're the ones who control the money they're the ones who make all the decisions on uh on make big decisions they're the ones according to the these articles they're the ones who uh who are going out and they control every aspect of a relationship. And now the reason why I say it as according to these epi- these, these articles is because these relationships, they don't understand what, how a relationship honestly works because no men do not control every aspect of a house, it, especially if they're, they're married, they don't control, they ha- may have a say in how the kids are raised they may have a say on what food is being prepared that day they may have a say uh, on on what is going on in in the financial realm of the relationship but it is not solely man ran and if you do have some, uh, if a woman is married or it, uh, attached to a man who is that type of controlling that she is She's with a you know the extreme opposite end of what a nice guy is. As I've said a couple times, and I've really liked the phrase now, and I really am, am digging it. Uh, a, a nice guy and an asshole, or t- or a nice guy and a jerk, are the two sides of the same asshole. One just happens to be a little shittier than the other, and it's that's that really does ring true. You got guys who are just who have been feel that they have been victimized by you know. Somebody somewhere, some woman somewhere, or they see their dad who was a victim and think that that's how you're supposed to have a, have a relationship where it's, I, I'm the man, I do what, uh, we're going to do what I say. And that's how it's going to go. Yeah. Well, you're going to see real quick how well that doesn't work. Uh, and it either is going to devolve into abuse or it's going to devolve into a divorce. It's going to be one of the, t- one of the two. It's either abuse or divorce, one of the way. When you have somebody who is that domineering. Now, in the, in the, in momjunction.com, which is one of the uh, sites that I found. They actually even listed out there are four different levels of female led relationships and I'm going to read these through and then we're going to break them all down. You've got the low level female control. The woman has the authority and all the decision to take, uh, that are taken mutually by the man and the woman. The man allows his partner to take the lead in specific scenarios and sometimes she needs the permission of the man to take, make a decision. Then there's the moderate level of female control. The female can enjoy being a leader for a while and have a sense of ruling the man, and keeps her boost. Uh, it helps boost her confidence and morale, and it makes relationships more positive. Men often uh, also often enjoy the dominant attitude of the woman. At this level, women usually take on day to day decisions, but she also sets boundaries regarding how far she is willing to go. Uh, then there is defined control. This is a type of female-led relationship where the woman makes most of the decision, takes on the male roles too. The areas where she can be dominant are defined to ensure that there is uh, a demarcation. Then there's the extreme control. where there is uh, Here there is extreme control by the woman and servitude by the man. The relationship is for the woman who likes to have the ultimate power in the relationship. If you listen to those and if you've heard anything of what I've said before in any of the previous uh, episodes, the woman has a low authority and all the decisions are taken mutually by the man and the woman. All right. So far, that's the low-level female control. That's almost a normal, healthy relationship. The man and the woman work together. But the, where it goes off, and you can tell this is written by a feminist because the man allows his partner to take the lead. No, there's times when, yeah, well, there's times where the man is going to say, no, you can't do that. And the same as there's going to be times where the women are going to tell the man, no, you can't do that. Or no, we can't. There's no way we're going to be able to do this because of X, Y, and Z. And the man's going to do the same thing when it's in a normal relationship. The man doesn't have any more power than what the wife does. Now the wife accepts the fact that the man is the lead of the house. We are to to lead, be the leaders of our households. So yeah, we have an overarching view of where we want the family to be. And we do discuss those with the wife. We do discuss those with our, with our significant other. Now, the other thing I want you to see on here is the fact that, and you'll notice this as they go through here and talk about this, they talk about partners. This is my partner. This is my life partner. This Okay. That's a really progressive line of thinking. Because, you know, of course you don't want a wife because a wife is subservient to her, to her husband. Well, no, a wife does serve her husband the same as a man serves, uh, serves his wife. A relationship, a healthy relationship is where you're, it's the hundred zero principle where you give a hundred percent into your relationship and you expect to zero back. Now, because of the reciprocal uh, law of uh, reciprocity. They're going to, you know, you're going to eventually put enough value in them. They're going to want to value back. So to be able to, you've got, you've got to be equals to be able to give and take value. That's the one, that's one reason why capitalism works so well is because it's not somebody is better than the other. It is somebody has the money that they want to spend and the person has the, has the product or service that that person wants to spend the money on. Now let's jump down into moderate level female control and reread that again. The female can enjoy being a leader for a while and has a sense of ruling them and has a sense of ruling the man. So again, feminists, they think men are the, are the curse of, of the world. And they're the reasons why the world is in such a horrible place, which is really odd because the world is actually better, bigger and richer financially and culturally speaking because of what men have done men have typically been the ones who went out and explored the wild wild west without exploring the wild wild west you wouldn't have had san francisco or los angeles items like that because obviously there's you know men have gone out they fought the 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 grizzly bears and and the warring tribes of Indians and stuff like that, as they went across the United States to the uh, to the West Coast, the great wins and benefits and accomplishments that today's society has had are, again, they're, uh, they are because men took the action to do different things in in society, and to, uh, that has allowed them to actually become our world to become better because of capitalism, because men taking action. Now, are there women out there who've taken action? Yeah. Now, was there a time that women probably were a lot more repressed? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was a time when culture was probably a lot more restrictive on what women could do. Uh I do know that women for a long time couldn't vote. Women for a long time couldn't own property. Women for a long time were, you know. Just almost second class citizens. And that's not, that's not right. And that took a bit of time to get that changed, but it did change and it became around where now you have, you know, women as vice president, women as secretaries of the state. You have women who are doing great and wonderful things. I'm not saying women can't lead. I think women can lead. They can do a very good job of leading when they aren't leading from a victim mindset, when they are doing it because they are they think they're they've got something to prove they've got to show that men uh men are uh or horrible terrible creatures those are the ones who you see standing out on the corner screaming at uh, screaming because they don't agree with somebody that woke culture is is the thing that is showing the world that <laughs> things aren't quite as as rosy and are a bit on the insane side of what things are, are being said so Partners is, is one of those, uh, one of those terms that I'm, I, if I was to out in the dating world again these days and I was seeing, uh, dating a woman and she said that she wanted me to become her partner for life, I would very, very quickly be saying, yeah. Uh that's not going to happen cuz yeah we're we're done. I I'm not going to not going to do that. Sorry. We're not going to be partners. You might be my wife. I might be your husband, but we ain't doing this partners thing cuz it's partners is not a marriage. That is people wanting to play marriage without the without the concrete uh commitments that are needed when it comes to marriage. Now there's the now let's go ahead and let's continue on with the other two different types of controls. Defined control, uh, defined control is this type of female led relationship. The woman makes most of the decision, takes on the male roles too. And this is where you start getting women who become incredibly frustrated with men. Uh, they think men are scum as it is. And now you're going to have men are scum and they're lazy too, because yeah, they may enjoy it at first. It seems like it's a wonderful, great and awesome kick ass thing to have because, you know, who want, doesn't want ultimate power, you know, all the power in the world. I can control this guy. I got all, everything I want to do and all I have to do is I can say what I want and I, you know, I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to, we're going to buy a new car every six months and we're going to do the leases. And we're going to invest in all these, in BlackRock and all these other uh, wokes. You know, it, the man has no control. And that's to to a feminist. Yeah, that sounds amazing. That sounds, boom, that's amazing. That's a, an incredible situation. I have got myself as the lead. I am the head, neck, and shoulders of this family. Well, then the, you're going to have the nice guys in that relationship are going to be quite okay with it. They're going to be like, oh, all right. Well, dude, yeah, I'll well, just kind of hang out here and, uh, play my PlayStation and, and, uh, we'll, we'll just, uh, do what we want. And it's not, it doesn't work. Extreme control. This is where you have the hard nosed, uh, feminist running around and they are control, extreme control and the man is the servant. These are the ones who, these are the feminists who have an ax to grind against men. And yeah, they're, they'll do it and they'll, that'll work really good for about uh, maybe a year. And even the nice guy eventually is going to start developing some resentment and just going, dude, this fucking sucks. I don't have any friends. I don't have, I can't do anything. I tried starting up a couple businesses and she said that wasn't a good idea. She didn't like my, like my idea for a business and that I needed to uh, shut it down. And so I did. You kill the, the, It's for the same reason of when you have a man set who sits around and thinks that women should be a servant to him, should be in servitude to the man. You kill a lot of the relationship with that, with that, Intense power dynamic, but something interesting that I found in it is that a lot of of them actually even have rules for having a female led relationship. Now you notice I'm also, I say female in here because obviously woke, you can't, you know, you can't assume, but also female is the same as saying and male, There are some defined items that make a man a man. What is a man? A man is a person who takes action. He has the X, Y or XX chromosome and he is, uh, he's bigger, stronger. There are predefined, you know, criteria for a man to be a man, a man who takes care of responsibilities, does what he needs to do. He leads his family and all that. If you don't, if they're not that, then they're just grown boys. They're just the males of the human, uh, species. Well, again, what makes a real woman, a real woman is very set to find, uh, item of criteria. And when they're not fitting into that, they are just the female of the, of the, uh, the criteria. These are, these are females who want to have, take on the masculine roles. They want to be. They want to be in charge. They want to call the shots and and all that. And that's where, like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the problems arise. It's not because one person is in the lead and one person is the servant. It is subservient. It is because it's not equal. When you don't have equality in a relationship, it's not a relationship. It's a dictatorship. But they have some rules here. The uh, for female led relationships to be considered a female led relationship, the female makes the most of the household makes most of the household decisions. The man shares his opinion before uh, before a decision is made, and the woman may choose to value it. Well, actually, they say the uh, the woman may value it, but again, you know that somebody probably edited the choose to value it another one of the rules is women can help motivate the man to work or on getting rid of any bad habits like excessive smoking or dependence on alcohol by being uh, authoritative yet if uh you have a let's use a stereotypical problem that men used to see women doing well they sit around and they watch television all day eating bonbons so are you saying the man should be coming in there telling unplugging the television and using his authority to to break her of her unhealthy habits no so see this is so very one-sided with uh, the female-led relationship although men and women distribute household tasks the man agrees to do the chores like cooking and cleaning well in a normal real household, that happens already. If you have a guy who is a grown boy, he's going to sit there and pass. He's like, I'm not doing that. That's a, that's a chick's job. Well, yeah, he, that guy is not ready for a relationship. That guy doesn't understand squat about relationships. And if he's in the marriage, he shouldn't be in a marriage. And the guy is, and the guy is, <laughs> needs to have more masculine men around in his life to show him what it takes to be a masculine man. And yeah, you're going to be helping clean the living room sometimes. You're going to help do different aspects of the, of the, uh, of society. And besides it's again, this is just shows you where the feminists think men are being unfair. Well, we're gonna he's, we're gonna make them do all the household tasks. We're just gonna sit around and watch television with our hand in her pants. Women make most financial decisions. The man trusts his wife to do to take care of things. And there's some places that do that for a long time. My wife did the had the handle the finances, and why? Because well, honestly, I was running around being the nice guy and playing the victim for the past you know 10, 15 years. Somebody had to stand up and that's where a lot of the resentment in our relationship came from is because I was not doing what I needed to do. I did not contribute to the decision in the finances. And that's what will end up happening with a, when you have a nice guy and a feminist in a relationship together and the feminine and the female led relationship is, is in full swing, whether it's mild or, uh, or all the way up to the extreme women also take, uh, takes decisions regarding school, uh, regarding social events and social gatherings. So essentially it's the woman's going, you know what, we're going to this uh, dinner party with my, with my best friend, uh, Leticia, and it, we're going to have a good time. And the guy's going, dude, I really, I'm not a fan of hanging out and chatting with your friends. And they, you know, you'll usually hear something. Well, you like Bob, Bob's a, Bob is Letitia's husband. You like him. You're friends with him. <laughs> well, no, he's the husband of your friend. It's yeah. We've got a couple things to, in common in that we are both browbeat to, to, uh, an inch of our life. We both are miserable at work, but you know, he's not what you'd call a friend. Now, like I said, in these relations, in these, uh, articles, um, they also give you reasons as to why anyone would actually like to have a female they've got to sell it remember they they're selling this so they have to tell you why anyone would actually like to be have a female led relationship and according to live bold and bloom uh women offer these unique qualities of compassion and empathy because you know men don't know how to be compassionate and they can't empathize with anything sensitivity because men are insensitive brutes, uh, resilience in the face of adversity because, you know, yeah, men have not fought any wars at all. A nurturing attitude because coddling a baby or their boy is, is better than actually having them grow up emotional self-awareness. Again, that's a huge, huge, stereotype that men don't know don't know their feelings aren't in touch with their feelings yes they know their feelings but at the same time women also need to understand that they can't stand men who are in touch with their feelings they can't handle that all of a sudden a guy's a man who is overly sharing his emotions with his wife eventually they go god damn did i go off and marry a a five-year-old or did i marry a man man who's sitting there moping around the house because the boss yelled at him and said something that hurt his feelings. That's not something that you share with your wife. That is something you share with your group, your band of brothers, your group, the group of men that you talk to on a very regular basis. This is the reason why masculine men need other masculine men in their lives because masculine men are able to take the negativity that's happened in each other's lives and in their wives and their families' lives, take all of those people who are important to them and able to shoulder that negative energy that no, those negative emotions that have happened, gives them a place to be able to share and then offer means of being able to fix that. But to be able to do that, you have to have emotional awareness, emotional self-awareness and men do have that feminists don't like to think that they, they don't share their emotions the way that women do. We don't sit there and, and boo hoo and cry, you know, because we had a bad day. We don't get, you know, emotional because we saw a a television commercial. We may cry at a good movie though. I've known, I know I've done that. That's one reason why I can't watch hope floats is because damn, there's a scene in there that just gets me just, Boo hoo and all over the damn place because men do cry. They're not going to cry in the middle of a theater, but they men do cry persuasiveness because, you know, men don't persuade people. We bully them and inclusiveness. Now, that's a buzzword to say, well, we're going to include everybody that they approve of. All right. Not not everybody that that you like. They're just going to include the people that they like. And then there's a site, I think it's Le Metropolily Le Metropolily. I don't know. Also had some points that it, uh, it added. And that's the site that has the ultimate, uh, guide to a female led relationship. And it says that women are more likely to communicate, thus creating an atmosphere of openness. No, no, no not entirely. That's not fully a hundred percent correct. Uh, women struggle with, uh, communicating effectively just as much as men now when you have a man communicating with a man yeah we communicate quite well with other men women communicating with women they communicate quite well and they have they do quite a, do a good job of it it's because men and women communicate in different fa- uh, ways this is something feminists don't want to understand, don't like to to hear, don't want to understand. They should, everybody should communicate uh, like a woman does. No, no, because men don't look at the world through the same prism that that women do. He also added that this usually leads to fewer disagreements when the male constantly, uh, when the male constantly steps back from the leadership role. Well, yeah, you're not the guy's not going to not allowed to disagree. He asked, He's subservient. He's just goes along with it. So yeah, there's going to be fewer disagreements because the you know the man's just going all right, whatever, okay. You know, boat sinks. It'll be. I'm sure you'll put it on me. As what he thinks, both partners become more attentive. No, I will disagree with that. I can guarantee you that the the I'm going to call him the ruling person member. Is going to be a lot more attentive to the inefficiencies and, uh, the incorrect, uh, ways of doing things that the subservient person is doing. They're going to be a lot more attentive. The, the subservient one's just going to kind of give up and it's just going to sit there and know that each day when he gets home, he's going to get catch a brow beating. Both partners feel freer to express their feelings. Yeah. Until. They get tired of hearing each other whine at each other when a woman when women are pleased now this is here is a big selling point when women are pleased in their relationships, they will be more willing to give in to the man's requests, and satisfaction it often translates to better action in the bedroom. yeah, but it's when you have that offset power dynamic no it's not that's not the case you're not going to have more satisfaction. In the bedroom, you're not going to have more action in the bedroom. You're not going to have, you're not going to have women who are pleased with the relationships in all reality. That's not going to happen. Why? Because the, whether she wants to realize the feminist wants to realize it or not, she has expectations of what a masculine man is and a subservient man is not a masculine man. And when she doesn't have that need for a masculine man, fulfilled in her life, she is going to become very unfulfilled. She is going to be very critical of him. And when that happens, you're going to have... You're going to have a woman who suddenly the guy's going to sit there and has been taking care of the kids because he stay he's the stay at home dad while mom goes off and she earns the uh, high six figure business at, or high six figure position at a at a corporation and one day she he gets a uh, he wakes up and she's not at home and goes to find out that she went off on to a quote unquote business trip with Bob in accounting. And they've been seeing each other for the past seven months. And that's because Bob in the county was, you know, calling shots and making, taking action. Some things like I said, that a masculine man who is not a nice guy does. And though she wants to claim she wants to be once a a subservient man, she can't stand subservient. Women can't stand men who are weak. Women can't stand the nice guy. They sense that it's not that they can, we'll put it in their mind, but that it was nice guys. They will sense when a guy's nice guy lays out a covert contract. I'm going to clean the house up real, really good. So her clothes will fall off and I can have some action tonight. Well, <laughs> amazingly, it never happens or very, very rarely happens. Also, uh, the site continues with, uh, there is a clear division or even a sharing of responsibilities of women are more likely to acknowledge the need for variations. So yeah, again, the guy likes to have as is a creature of habit. Women want you need know, the need of variations. So all of a sudden, you know, he's she's like, I'm gonna take the uh take the living room today and you're going to it's no, there's no clear division because they're variations. Relationship is not tied down solely by children or gender roles. Again, that's very woke of them to say it is carried by mutual respect, even initiated by respect coming from the male who gave up his natural role to humble himself to a woman he loves. Well, one person's going to humble themselves. It actually behooves them to humble themselves before their husband. But again, this is very unbalanced. This is where I'm going to take all the control and the man is going to be left with very little. And like I said, nice guys—they're—they fall into this trap really easy. I mean, it's like, oh heck, yeah, man! I get all the action I want, and I just have to sit around and just make sure I, you know, t- keep the dust off the horizontal uh, spaces. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, that's no problem. Except for the fact that he gets bored. He doesn't have any fulfillment in his life. He doesn't have anything, any reason to get himself out of bed. And so, yeah, he starts sleeping till eleven, twelve o'clock in the afternoon, in the morning. He starts sleeping later and later because why should he? There's nothing for him to really do. Takes him 5, you know, is he he thinks it takes him 5 minutes to get the to get the the, the windows wiped down and throw uh, some chicken out on the counter to defrost, but he is a soulless man. A relationship does no good if both parties are soulless. One may have passion that they're, they like, but the other one is just kind of left in the dirt. So no, the female led relationship is not going to work. and you see how all that accumulates. Now, one of the things that you hear through all of this is you know, is that men will be happier and they don't. If anything, because you're bringing two victims into a the same space, and one's being uh, claims to be the victim for their own reasons and the other person's is claiming their victimhood because of their own reasons they they're gonna wind up breaking apart. this relationship can't hold victimhoods. Victims do not earn respect. I've said it time and time and time again because there's no reason to respect a victim. If you were wanting to respect a victim, you try. It's like you will help them, but after the about the fifth time of them going, oh, I've got troubles. I need your help. You're going to go good luck with yourself and you're going to peace out and you're, and the persons that there's just going to all be able to apply more victim to their, you know, to their roster. Oh, well, my good friend who was helping me for the past seven times, seven times, all of a sudden they gave up on me and left me and nobody cares about me and wow, 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 And when the, the dominant woman finds a man who is uh, who is more dominant than her and she finds for some reason she that she can't explain it is more attracted to him than the the guy who is been so busy kissing her ass guess what she's going to choose masculine dude and victim dude victim nice guy is going to be sitting on the couch with a with a you know with a notice notice that they are Getting divorced, and it's going to lead to one of two things. He's either going to jump into the red pill movement and turn into super asshole man, or he's going to just say, "Never mind, I'm I'm done with all this. I'm pulling away from society," and he's going to go down the MGTOW road. Both are victim oriented paths, and they don't create better people. That's the great thing about relationships. Traditional relationships. There are dynamics. Yes, there's the men control certain things. The women controls other things, but they, everybody has that say, and believe it or not, if there are any feminists who are happened to be watching this or listening to this, women do have power. They have always had power back in the seventies and eighties. My grandfather was um, to me when I was five, seven, eight, you know, between for the last stretch of 10 years he died in i don't can't remember where he, he died in like 89 or 91 or something like that anyhow he died uh when i was in my teens and i try to remember back exactly how tall he was i think he might have been like about six six two he's close to my i think he was close to my height but i just remember him being this mountain of a man and he was to me, I remember him being tall. He had this monstrous ba- big barrel chested. He had a deep growling voice. And in the marriage, you saw him around Ma and you saw this man care and be gentle with her and loving. And then, but at the same time, this is the very same man. People out in town co- co- thought he was just the biggest asshole around. So my granddad was a complex person as everybody else in the world is. He is living his life on what he on his set of experiences and he was he had his own reasons for doing what he did. Now feminists would like to think that my grandmother didn't have any power. She thought they would think that she was just this little housemaid that uh from time to time got raped by my grandfather or something. Because they had five kids, I don't know how those kids came about without some love around. But uh, according to them, if you hear how they normally talk about men, you know that apparently he uh, was the dominant, domineering, uh, overbearing man of the of the house. Yet you would not ever see that man walk on her wet floor, because relationships are not about power. Relationships are not about. Who's got what over who, who's got who's nuts in a, in a, uh, over a barrel. It is not about that at all. It is about the respect you have with the other person. If you are working to have that respect, awesome, great kick, butt, you're doing on you're doing good. You've got a good relationship, but how do you build that respect? You've got to communicate. You've got to talk. Yeah. You want to kind of share your emotions from time to time, but with a woman, men, like I said, you share your negative emotions with your band of brothers, but you share your wins and your, and if you have any bad news, you just share with her also share the fact that you've got that plan and what that plan is and let them know that you have it under control, that you're, it is all good. Don't enter the relationship with a victim mindset because it's not going to, it's not going to work. My, my grandparents didn't enter into their relationship with, with a victim mindset. He respected the hell out of her. He respected her and cared for her. As a matter of fact, he wouldn't, you know, she had MS for several years before it really became known. And it might've been that he was, didn't want people to feel sorry for her but it also could have been for her pride. Why? I don't know. I'm not, wasn't my grandfather. His reasons as to why he did or didn't uh, share out pieces of their, their personal life is their own reason. But the key was it is about the respect they had. You have to, you need a masculine man and a feminine woman who respect each other equally for a marriage to really flourish because what happens is you're encouraging her to your wife to actually explore the different, her different interests and different, uh, different desires. She wants to take up, you know, underwater basket weaving. Then you probably are going to find at least find, get a tank big enough that she can sit under underneath the water with a scuba tank and, and things to make a basket. You're going to help her gather those, those tools together so she can tr- explore what she likes to do the same as you would expect her. If you wanted to start doing RC planes that she would be willing to let you buy the, uh, the equipment that you're needing to put together a remote, a remote control airplane. If you wanted to start a business, okay. Well, y'all worked it out. You talked to her. You expressed what your uh, what your thoughts are. She's going to express her fears. You take those fears and you show and you apply what she's afraid of and make sure you mitigate the the damage of what those fears are. A lot of times, the fear the woman has is that you're. I'm going to get your well, like for my wife, is that I get halfway into a into a project and go, uh, eh, it's just not working. It's not something I'm really wanting to do, and so I abandon it. And all that money down the tubes. And that's one thing that can be bad. But at the same time, I now know what it is I, about that project that I do like and what about that project that I don't like. And I can now adjust to find something that incorporates the elements that I do like while keeping the elements that I don't like off to the uh, off to the side. When you have good communication skills, when you are actually talking, when you're sharing why this needs to be done or that needs to be done, or, Hey, we, this is, how are we going to get the, uh, the roof replaced on the house and things like that. When you have those skills and you have those abilities, you're going to actually, you all you have a better connection. You have a better connection with her. Her clothes are then going to start falling off a lot more often then if you're standing around being the victim, when you're standing around being the grown boy, when you're being a, a, a you know, a five-year-old in a, in a 30 year old man's body, sorry, you're not being, you're not sexy. You may even have a dong that as long as that hangs down around your knees, that's not going to turn her on when sh- you are not being a man. And that's why these relationships, these female-led relationships are not going to work. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of men who are subservient. You're going to have a lot of nice guys who are just going, yeah, well, okay, I don't have to do anything and think it's going to be really good until all of a sudden it's not working really good. All of a sudden, she, he's seeing her as being kind of a bully. She's badgering him for everything that he's doing wrong while not looking in the mirror, noticing that she's pointing three fingers right back at him because he, she's doing the very same thing in a different direction. Things like that happen. And that's where why even male led relationships. If the guy has the mindset that he's got to be the one and only say in the, in everything in the house, well, guess what? He's going to really screw up. That's why dictators don't work. Things fall apart. Eventually the, the servants, the serfs, the little peons in the, in that, uh, in that little body of government is going to give the, give the big body of government, the the head of the government, two great big old fingers and say, peace out. I'm done. I'm gone. I'm not hanging around here anymore. And that is why it doesn't work because the person, everybody has to have their level of of power or their level of autonomy. Yes, man, woman, we each have our own autonomous styles. But the issue that you're running into is what is, and the thing that most uh, feminists aren't going to relate, uh, understand is that they think this form of action, being the female-led relationship is going to make them happy. And it's not because they still have the resentment and those thoughts about how horrible men are resting or rattling around inside their heads. They've never addressed those limiting thoughts. They've never even taken the time to even look at it, see if it really serves them or not. They just think, yeah, well, men are horrible, terrible, no good, very bad people. And I need to be the one in in the lead and not to set back and look and go, well, why is it that men are usually the leaders? Because a lot of times they do the very same, the very thing that they claim men don't do that they think they can do better on. And that is the issue. That is the problem. They never, they think that emotions happen to them while in all reality, emotions don't happen to them. They are responsible for their emotions. They're responsible for the, the ill mindset that they have. It's not anything the man did. It is the fact that they have a thought about what that man did. Oh, he didn't, uh, he didn't agree with what my, what my idea was. So he's a terrible guy. No. Maybe it's because he sees that there's a a flaw in your thought. And there's men who do the same thing. I'm not just pointing fingers at women. I'm not here to bash women because women are not needed in the world. I'm here to point out that female feminist victim mindset based relationships are going to burn gloriously in the very end because they don't work. So guys with that, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wrap this up. Let you go. Thank you again for listening. If you, there was anything in here, you agreed, you had a thought about somebody who might benefit from this, uh, this episode, go to your, your platform, your podcast platform of choice and hit that share. button. if you're watching this on Facebook or on YouTube again. Go off, share it out, share it with everybody. Let them see what, what the relaxed mail is about. Let them see that there's this guy who's got, uh, some rather unkempt hair and a, and a big gray beard and is saying some stuff that makes a bit of sense. Or maybe I'm just sounding like a total, absolute ass hat. And you think it'd be funny to share it out either way. Hey, I grow. I'm happy. (laughs) So, but guys, thank you again for listening. Share this out, share it on Facebook and take screenshots and share it on Instagram, share it on Twitter. See, see if you're sharing it out can, uh, can get you banned. That's always something to thumbs up unless Elon Musk ends up actually getting a chance to buy it. And then that'll be Awesome. Um if you're on Getter or Parlor or Truth Social or any of the other social media sites out there, I mean we've got there's our crap tons out there. Share it out, share it with the folks, let the other men in the in your community know that there is a site that is help out to help men become better men. Take that nice guy, kick him to the curb so that the real man can actually step in and start living his life on his terms. And when he does that. His family will get better. His community will get better. Society will be, get better. So, all right, guys, thanks again for listening. Don't forget to like and uh, share this out. Uh, leave a rating or review on either Podchaser or Apple Podcasts or even on Spotify if you haven't listened on Spotify. Spotify is apparently taken off. Uh, Amazon Music apparently is also taken off quite a bit. I've gotten a huge jump on both of those platforms. So, guys, Thanks again for listening. Appreciate it tremendously. Love y'all lots. Go out, take action, because today is an amazing day. Until next week. Bye.